Yo, what is up, everyone? Welcome to Bangers and Mosh, the podcast for heavy music. We're your hosts, Jimmy, Daz, and Defa. How you keeping, boys? All good, mate. All good, my son. How are you? Yeah, good. Good, thanks. Good. All good, buddy. Yeah, we're just having a logistical nightmare here, trying to trying to sort out going to see unto others, isn't we? <laughs> it's yeah. like a it's like the a military thing operation. Ever. You know, you have a map out, and they've got like the little soldiers a map. <laughs> what like a game of? And risk. we're still we're still losing. <laughs> yeah. But we're going to go. Don't worry. Um, yes. Anyway, today's show is the January roundup. Our picks of the best new releases this month. Um, Plus a couple from December as well that were too good not to talk about on here. Like we didn't get a chance to do a roundup show in December because uh, it was, you know, album of the year madness and everything. But there was two, two albums especially that we just couldn't uh, couldn't leave off here. So um, before we crack on, lads, what have you made to the start of this year quality wise for albums? Really been, good. Yeah, it's been it's been a solid <clears throat> solid month, I think. Compared to last January, I think it was quite slow, wasn't it? Yeah, mate. Apart from Frozen Soul, that was the big one last year. Yeah, but some... this year seems to be. I mean, it's been the longest fucking month, isn't it? But <laughs> yeah, and it just. I mean, we could have had double the amount of albums we're covering today. I think quite easily. Yeah, we could have done. Um, there's a whole. There was a whole bunch that came out over the last week or so. Um, that I think could have made it in here. Um, so what we were just saying um, beforehand, we're going to do like a sweep up show every few months where stuff that we didn't get to in time, uh, we can cover it on there. Like we did with the Miss Gems. I think we should do that. We'll do that more often, maybe every few months or so. Definitely, mate. Yeah, yeah That's man. a good shout. I enjoyed doing that. Yeah, I did as well, mate. Went down a storm as well, didn't it? People, yep. uh, people picking up on records that they they'd missed as well. So we'll uh, we'll we'll do that every couple of months. A little little sweep up show, right then. So let's crack on with this, boys. The first album up, all Defa. Are you ready Ooh. to go off on this one, man? I'm ready, my love. This came out January twenty first on Closed Casket Records, um, USA debut record. The album is Grim Wisdom, and the band are Age of Apocalypse. Def. <sighs> Mate. Bloody hell, mate! <clears throat> I saw a L, lot. Mate. I saw a lot of hype on this, mate. And then it was your WhatsApp group. When it's in capital letters, you know Jimbo's <laughs> excited. And I mean, fucking hell, mate! I did not expect the quality from this because usually you go by album covers, isn't it? We if we haven't heard of yes stuff, and it, it's a good album art, but it's nothing. I think either of us would have been. That's an album that we have to do, sort of thing. But agreed. Sound wise, the quality on here. Oh, oh my god, life of oh. agony. That is basically. Yeah, man. If you like life is. of agony, this is the one. Uh, this um really reminded me of Shelter as well. Like parts oh, of it, yeah. Like that melodic, melodic hardcore, but with it's got a proper metal edge to it, hasn't it? Yeah. Like, Imagine like River Runs Red era, Life of Agony, Ugly era, Life of Agony. This is, this is it, isn't it? When it goes nasty, yeah, man. Oh. It goes proper New York, isn't it? God, Forget mate. about it. <laughs> <laughs> Forget about it. It's so good, man. Um, it's the vocals, isn't it, that really like catch your ear the first time you hear this. Stand out, proper stand out, mate. Oh, mate major caputo vibes absolutely man and i think every 
every track i mean the guitars man when they go heavy man they got a crunch to them do you know and who that just the riffing style death reminded me a little bit of cancer bats yes. you know sometimes it's got like that like kind of like southern twist to the hard cut and there's loads of like pinched harmonics all over this loads of pinched harmonics loads. loads of it mate <laughs> i love those pinched harmonics man and the good thing is it's produced by our mate taylor young isn't it yes god's hate nails twitching tongues twitching tongues it, so you it get sounds immaculate doesn't oh it? mate mate it's it's literally punching you through it's, your speakers that's you how fucking it, good it is did it give you like it's got like a nostalgic feel to it. Like this is an album that we were listening to in the mid nineties in school. It sounds nineties. It sounds like an old album, but doing it for the first time. Yeah. With a fresh like twist to it though. Yeah. Yeah. And they only started in 2020. Maybe two years. Well, not even two years. That is mad, mate. I'm telling you, like the potential here is frightening. Yeah, that's phenomenal. And they've got a massive following as well. Yeah, I they mean, have. I, from I what really I saw surprised. on social media, I mean, a lot of people, I think it's very similar to Turnstile. When they first mm. come out, yeah, everyone yeah. was on them. Yeah. Massive following, even before a first album. These have that same sort of following, like in the hardcore realm. They're fucking huge. And they've got, there's something, like we were just saying, the vocals, there's something different about this band, do you know what I mean, that sets them apart. Like, it's really anthemic, this, really melodic, but really heavy at the same time like Def said 10 tracks 27 minutes as well that's perfect like, when you the first time you listen to this Def you're like oh, I'm just gonna play it again yeah yeah it's got that playback factor and when you got an album like that it's it's too and then you get even more of the little melodies even more of these little bits and they yeah. fucking everything it stays in your head man mate that uh the opener valley of the mystic this that's been <sighs> in my head ever since I first heard it like that track is the first four tracks on here are proper fucking like unreal superb and i love where they go with begging the reaper when they just calms down Mm. it goes down to a real sort of ballady number and those vocals are still a standout whether he's you know the music's going more insane or whether it's very very sort of lushful and peaceful it's just oh my favorite Standout for me on here was Ghost Heart Island. Oh, Island. The I've vocals that in that, mate, yeah, is, that is that is fucking well. unreal. But that's one of my favorite tracks of the year so far, mate. Yeah. That. Kingdom of Rot was the other one I've got mm. um, noted down. But oh, what special a album, this man. special it is album, a special mate. album. Like this, uh, we're keeping a running. Like I've got my uh, like Topsters thing open with about yeah, so hundred tiles on it, right? So that I can just drop things. Age of Apocalypse has gone right in, <laughs> right in. Same with me, same with me, mate. Yeah, ain't going nowhere for the time being. Mate. This is this you. is the uh, yeah, this is set the standard for the minute, man. Yeah, it's, man. it's unreal. Yeah, it's a special record. So that's uh, Grim Wisdom, um, by the band Age of Apocalypse. Right, okay. Next up, uh, we're going to France. Um, the band are Celeste. The record is Assassins. This was released January the 28th on Nuclear Blast. It's their sixth record. Now, I've only had a chance to listen to this twice, and I don't think you boys have got round to this Not yet. Not yet, so. no. I did, I did a bit. I did a bit of it, probably about half today. Okay, sweet. Um, so this is black metal mixed with post-hardcore, mixed with post-metal sludge. 
Um, this is the first time I've actually ever heard this band. It, like Defa said uh, about the artwork, it's the artwork that catches your eye, isn't it? When mm. on new release day and you and you look at stuff and you think, oh, I'll check that. Um, obviously, the artwork of this is a bit harrowing. Um, Have you seen their other artwork? Like the rest of their albums are all yeah. the same. It's all like a theme, isn't it? Yeah, and it goes with the All their albums have the S in brackets. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That as well. It's quite, quite yeah. interesting. I love when bands have is. like a, a constant running theme. It's really, it's really cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just thought I'd press play on this and see what happens. Obviously, it's on Nuclear Blast as well. So, you know, you know it's going to be decent. And uh, yeah, first experience of this band, man. I love it. Like this is... It's really dark. It's really haunting. Um, it's like cloaked in this sort of suffocating atmosphere. If you listen to it through headphones, it feels like it's caving in on you. It's really, really good. Um, the black metal side of this probably, I'd say, comes more from the throat shredding vocals mm. rather than the music. Music's quite hardcore-y, post-metal, um, sludgy, but the black metal side is the vocals. They're like really like throat shreddy and harrowing and and nasty man and really really cool um it's there is melody in in the record but it's very dark dark melody and it, it just creeps in now and again sort of takes you it, it kind of takes you off off balance like you're like well where did that come from um Really, really great sounding record as well, man. The production on this is wicked. Um, the drums, especially, like just when you listen to it, have a listen to those drums. They sound massive, man. It's so, so good. Um, the guitar tones are really heavy and lush. Um, and again, this is a lot of sometimes what puts me off with stuff that's like tagged as post metal is how long records are and mm. like but this is eight <clears throat> tracks 41 minutes so it like doesn't outstay its welcome just comes in pummels you for eight tracks and then and then leaves like it's just spot on i reckon for for this this sort of this sort of music um like i said i've only listened to this twice so i think it will unravel sort of more layers the more with repeat listens um but yeah, first couple of listens, man. I really, really like this. So it's um, a sugar like breakdowns, mate. There is, there is that. It's kind of got that like robotic, like hypnotic feel in places, isn't it? Yeah, they come like they're really few and far between. But mm. when they have happen, mate, they, they fucking hit. happen, mate. But they sometimes that's good when it's like that, yeah. isn't it? It's not all the time when it's in yeah. little bits it makes it even you appreciate it even more isn't it? yeah because you get the impacts yeah. more don't you mm. yeah yeah definitely, being definitely over and over <clears throat> yeah. um the last track as well has got this like really haunting female vocal spoken word part that again it only happens in the last track seems to be a bit of a theme isn't it like dream unending did it yeah um, just dropping good, that man. in <clears throat> it's wonderful yeah i think more bands should do it yeah it, it sounds really really good um but yeah i'm going to be coming back to this album a lot i think um so yeah that is assassins by uh celeste right we're going back to the usa in uh this one lads some more hardcore this is Ooh. the seventh album from comeback kid heavy steps this was released Jan 21st on Nuclear Blast. All right, Daz, you're more the comeback kid connoisseur here. Um, <laughs> yeah, you, probably a little bit. Did you really have much sort of expectations? Were you really excited <clears throat> about the comeback kid record? Or? Uh, uh, do you know what? Not really. Not really, because hmm. um, 
Die Knowing was the last one that I was like proper like into. And um I didn't really think much of the one before, to be honest. Outsider, was, wasn't it? That's it. That was Outsider. the last album, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it had, had a good couple of songs on there, but I mean Was that more know. like an experimental? It was... I think it probably was, mate. Do you know what I mean? Because this album is like fucking hard mate this yeah. is i've got written down mate back to basics comeback kid. yeah yes yeah definitely if, if you this... think of comeback kid this is what you expect to hear yeah i mean i said <clears throat> in i said to you guys in the chat this is my favorite album since wake the dead oh mate this is easy this record oh, the, the, this is the e this is easily their best stuff they've done with andrew on vocals absolutely mate totally agree like we got this as a promo a little while ago and i was like oh i'll give that spin and i remember pressing play and i got about four tracks in and i messaged you boys and i was like yo this comeback kid record is wicked it's It's really good mate like i wasn't expecting it to be this good i kind of was just like oh i'll obviously check it out because i love comeback kid but not really expecting much but i was just like fucking hell they done they done everything right with this and it's catchy it's got the vocals are fucking sick, man. It just I, feels I like love, there's mate. so much more passion in this. Like, yes. yeah, do you know what I mean? It's just yeah, yeah. Sound, fit, like outside, it kind of felt like a bit like they were a bit perhaps, you know, kind of second know, guessing themselves. Yeah, like, oh, a bit. We maybe we need to try a couple of other things to stay interesting. And yeah, I think so. But <laughs> this is fucking so good. <laughs> there's no easy, no easy that's way a, out. That is a ch- that's the track of the album. That yeah, mate, oh, so good. No easy way out. It's a fucking banger. Mate, it's so good. I love the um. There's one called True to Form with like these yeah. massive gang vocals. Um, so good. What's the one? Uh, every. Uh, Everything relates with JJ from D's Nuts. That is yeah, awesome, yeah. mate. That track, <laughs> so good. Got um, Josh Baines is all over this as well because obviously yes. Malevolence are massive comeback kid fans, and um, he's on a couple of these doing the guest solo and dives and all sorts of stuff like that. Mate, I um, I did make a note about some of the solos with the dive bombs and that. It's oh, mate, solos so are fucking good, unreal, man. man. It's uh, and there's obviously the the single that came out crossed um, with uh, Joe Duplantier from Gojira. That track's that's like a massive. Bomb that's going ma- off. Mate. That is that's massive <laughs> for that minute to was, get Big Joe on there. And yeah. I was listening to it at the gym, and I was sitting there thinking, like, how? Do you know what I mean? Like, comeback kid. Like, I mean, I, I wouldn't say they're anywhere near the sort of level of notoriety as Gojira. Like, you know, they're a p- hardcore punk band, really, essentially, yeah, yeah. and they're always going to be sort of it's kind of almost always going to be that like kind of ceiling almost there for them so i was just like bloody hell like they've just reached out and been like all right joe like from gojiri fancy fucking jumping on a punk tune you know what it must be mate they're obviously seven albums down i think they're very highly regarded amongst other musicians like you said yeah, you know, yeah. josh is a big comeback kid fan i would imagine joe is a big comeback kid fan like they seem to they're they're like a cult band now at this yeah that's it that's what i was trying to get at yeah like it's not yeah they're like a cult band aren't they one of those bands that you would expect to be like fucking way bigger than a bit like darkest hour i suppose in a way yes yeah yeah but the people who like them are rabid for them yeah do you know what i mean yeah for sure oh mate this is just so anthemic so melodic like it's infectious well man it's these songs get in your head they, I'm not sure there's a weak song on this fucking CD, mate. Honestly, not, I was really just like, I can't. This is 
definitely the best installment they've done. Um, for, this, perhaps like, for perhaps a decade, away, mate. Def, please tell me you picked up on that Metallica stomp on Dead on the Fence. My God, mate. <laughs> mate, that fucking thrash Goosebumps. Stomp, mate. Fucking goosebumps, mate. And then into that massive breakdown. Oh, God, it's so good. They got it right on this, mate. Again, it's another album that doesn't drag. It's perfect amount of songs, perfect song length. Yeah. They've nailed it. It's Absolutely fun. It's, ca- it. it's catchy as fuck. Yeah, man. It's, it's, it is really wicked. It's like yeah. you can tell that this was, yeah, like way more natural. It feels like it was way more natural than Outsider because, as yeah. you said before, Jim, it seemed like on Outsider, they're kind of a bit like, you know, we want to inject these sort of different influences, but they weren't massively too sure on how to do it i don't think it yeah came across that well but on this one they they did that by getting people in like gojira bro and you know banes and that to fucking mix it up a bit it was, it's wicked it's like yeah let's just go back in do what we do best let's have some fun doing it and like yeah. it just it's paid off it's paid off it's these like songs in a live environment are gonna be sick they're gonna mate. be smashing mate the whole yeah. whole whole lot mate Mate, when they talk, no easy way out, mate. Going for a nice night out. Yeah, like, bows, bows, and comeback kid. Yes. Oh, I love comeback kid so much, mate. I know I've I'm played this so many times, mate, since it came yeah. out. It's like an adrenaline shot, isn't it? Yeah, like, yeah mate, it's well good. So good, man. So yeah, that is the seventh record from uh, Comeback Kid. Heavy steps. Make sure you go and get on that. It's so so good. Heavy fucking reps, baby. <laughs> 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 right then boys next record up god i'll tell you what this is another one on nuclear blast they're having a this is three in a row they're having a right old month aren't they um yeah. six um sorry yeah sixth album um from fit for an autopsy oh what the future holds came out january the 14th nuclear blast easily hands down their best album today yeah yeah i yeah. agree I agree. Which, considering how good the last few have been, we were having this chat recently when we does about how mm. good the last three or four have been. This is mm. this has set the bar really high for modern metal this year. I think. Mm. Well, I was giving this some consideration as well, like, and I feel that this record is, oh, I think it's potentially the bookend to a trilogy. Oh, okay. Do you know what I mean? Like, I think, like, The Great Collapse, Sea of Tragic Beasts, and Oh, What the Future Holds have the same artist, same style, art, and I think... It's Adam Burke, isn't it? The I think, in my head, I feel like it's a trilogy, and this is, like, the end, because they've injected even more new influences on it. Do you know what I mean? Blimey, mate. Now you've said that, it, it makes sense. Uh, yeah, because I feel like, you know, the Great Collapse was like a cycle thing and the Sea of Tragic Beasts and this one's like the future. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It feels like they could easily just bookend this and then the next album could be like... This way is probably off. the sound. Well, oh, this could be like with Whitechapel, isn't it? With yeah, kind you know, of. the Valley and, and the other, you know, they've sort of had a sound and that's where they're going to go with. Maybe this album is now, right, this is it and this is what we'll work from now. Or they might come back with an absolute destroyer on the next one, just like yeah, they might go pop, old school yeah. fit for an autopsy. Um, but I mean, they're labelled, you know, obviously they're labelled a deathcore band, but are they these days? I just think they're a really great modern metal band now. I would say like Whitechapel, yeah, they've lost that deathcore tag. Yeah, yeah. 
like there's influences from Gojira. Uh, far, far from heaven is that opening, Gojira all over. That opening mate, yeah. riff, mate, with the like the tapping. That is that is pure Gojira. Um, Meshuggah, uh, yeah, a higher level of hate. That's got major Meshuggah vibes to it, mate. Um, Daz, you, you first one you picked out, wasn't it? Two Towers, Death Tones. Yeah, I was, I was literally gonna say, and like, um, oh. At this point, like I wouldn't care if they released an album that was just like the beginning of that. Do you know what I mean? It seems like they're at that point in their career where they could release an album that sounded like that Deftones influenced fit for an autopsy, and I'd I'd have that. Or they could release an album where they're super fucking heavy fit for an autopsy, and I'll take that too. Mate, they're just so good at what they do. Um, Obviously, I think Will Will Putney is obviously the main the main songwriter here. Um, I don't think he gets enough credit for his songwriting ability. Obviously he gets mm. a lot of credit for his production work, but I think his songwriting is right up there with the very best. And I don't think he gets enough credit for that. Yeah. I'm with you on that. I think the drummer gets enough credit, mate. Oh mate, he is a beast. <laughs> yeah. It's like, uh, it's like one of those fucking landslides, mate. You know what I mean? Those <laughs> mudslides that just fuck the village. Like, that's what he's up to on this. As well, if you're a drummer, right, you must love working with Will Putney for them drum sounds that he gets, mm. man. Like, oh, so good. Like the punky blasts as well. Like, yeah, yeah, like yeah. So many like punky elements in there as well. It's brilliant. Yeah. And what helps, though, is old uh, big bad Joe Badalato, isn't it? His vocals, man. Oh, fucking mate. unreal on this, mate. He, I'm glad you know that I mean? he's like, you know, he's exploring the his cleans, isn't it? It's again. the clean. These cleans are fucking impressive, man. Well, like I swear, just... like I saw something before, like on his, um, like he was having an exchange with Tom from Chelsea Grin um, on the last, when the last record dropped, they dropped Shepherd or whatever it was. The yeah, that's it. It's yeah. like, oh, I'm so glad that you're doing your highs again. And he was like, oh, it's because you basically gave me the inspiration like because i guess tom's been in his ear like you can't just stay mid-range mate you have to bring back the highs and shit yeah and in this one he's opened it up to the old melodic cleans when you've got like, that range that's why would you limit it to one style do you know what i mean oh exactly mate there's exactly. um i don't his, obviously his vocal range is well impressive, but something that really is the uh, really that they've really improved on, I think, over the last couple of records is their choruses. Mm. Like they're writing really massive choruses now that are catchy, they stick in your head. Like live, they're going to be sing along moments. Ugh. This is such a great record. They're head and shoulders above their peers, isn't it, Def? I think so. Yeah, I think so. I yeah. think this album as well has got that sort of cinematic sort of vibe about it as well. Yeah, it has. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. They've, and they've, if... they've up the up they've up the ante from Sea of Tragic Beasts, and, which um, is mad considering how good that that was good record mate. was, and that solid... felt like a that felt like a jump as well. Yeah, but this is just I think it, you know, like bands we've mentioned before. This is it now. This is you know where fit for an autopsy are yeah and to be honest they can stay here man because if they keep doing albums of this quality fuck me man we're gonna be all over them it's effortless what this album is effortless it is it is mate and i it's one of them albums you know now and again where you just put it on and it clicks with you instantly no second yeah. listens needed no. this just 
straight off the bat. You know, like, yeah, yes. you know, after one listen, this is the real deal. Yeah, yeah. Um, just something else I want to touch on quickly: how good their closing tracks have been on their last few albums. Like um, Napalm Dreams from the last record was a really great closer, and uh, the man that oh, I was not on this yeah. one is so awesome. brilliant. Like huge. Yeah, so hats off fit for an autopsy because this, I like I said at the start, this has set the bar for modern metal for me for 2022. Um, You want to produce a great metal record in 2022, this is the one that you've got to aim for, man. So, yeah, that is what the future holds from fit for an autopsy. Right then, boys, completely different flavour here, and I reckon Daz is going to go off here. Uh, This record was released um, Jan 14th, Iron Bonehead. It is uh, the debut album from a one-man German black metal project, Um, Furious Ignis at a band, and Decapitating the Aging World is the name of the record. What a name. Black metal doesn't get much better than this, I'll tell you that much for free. Well, I'll tell you something else, Jim. Mister Ignis has been doing his business, mate, in a t- in a t- in a lonely tower. Um, you know, oh. he's actually been in a castle spire, Mister Ignis, like screaming into a into a mic. Was was it the artwork, Daz, that captured you when you first saw this as well? Was that what? Um, because that's yeah. what made me want to listen to this. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, there's obviously massively clear similarities between the artwork of this record and Dimmu Borgir's um, debut. Yeah, for all yeah. tiers. It's, it's, it's a massive yeah, yeah. nod yeah. to them, obviously. Like, yeah, it is. Um, yeah. But I think his, his, this one's better than that artwork-wise. The artwork on this is wicked. Yeah. It's, yeah. It, it, in cap, when you put the record on, it's almost like you're in that artwork. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. You're, you're every track you're leading up to the castle, to the big castle, um, to the big castle. So this is—he's a mystery man, Mister Ignis, isn't he? There's not much. Yes. There's not much about him anywhere, which I really like as well. Like, yeah, he's I, that's like yeah. that's like your proper black metal, yeah, sort of person, isn't it? You can't find hardly any information about. It's good. You don't want to imagine him like his name's Dave. He's from Coventry, and yeah, like, do you know yeah. what I mean? That's not what. <laughs> Works in Audi part time. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's German as well, isn't it? Yeah, he's so, yeah, yeah, Audi yeah. reference was quite. Oh, it could be. Quite it could be. Really, it could be. <laughs> he actually really could be doing that, and we wouldn't. He know. could be. We wouldn't know, mate. Yeah. But this is um, second wave inspired black male, isn't it? If you think um, early Emperor, early mm. Mayhem, Dark, Dark Throne. Throne. Um, I know we're going to say the B word again, but Burzum, like it's got that. <gasps> atmosphere soaked but it's really melodic and triumphant sounding as well this record yeah and Mr. Got... Ignis does a great job of like blending old school and modern it, yeah agreed that it doesn't Real, sound it's, it, it, it's the guitar sounds in it they're really mm. gritty grainy in it the production's much beefier as well in it than than oh. uh, a lot of that old school black metal. Yeah. Oh, you can hear the, the bass on air is oh, fucking yes. prominent, mate. That is I've, thick. I've got that down as well. The that is ambrosia like, custard it, thick, like, man. That yeah, bass. It's, it's like uh, a <laughs> job for a cowboy sun eater. Thick. Yes. It, yes. It, it's thick, mate. He's big. Um, but a lot of bands, when they do this sort of 
uh, early second wave inspired black metal. Sometimes it just sounds like they're aping those bands, but this really doesn't like there's, there's a really fucking creepy, sinister vibe to this as well. Like I don't holder have got these instruments in their sound. Is it a synth? You know, it's it's got like a it's like dungeon synth stuff in it. Like, Dad, you yeah. know the sound that I'm trying yeah. to explain. It's, yeah, it's that's weird. got this. It's like I can only imagine. It, it has to be like a synth thing. I yeah, mean, it has to be. But it's really creepy, isn't it? And it's like, weird. It sounds like an organ, kind of, yes. but not like almost it's, like an electric piano kind of yeah it's something along those lines i think because it's on the the first time i ever heard that was on the holder record from yeah. last year and yeah. i was like whoa i love that sound and then yeah. when i heard it in this i was like oh yes yeah. boy. but the, the, the thing is with this as well that like it does all the things that we've just discussed and then all of a sudden it just goes into like a full-on fucking thundering riffing punk party mate Yes, yeah. is that the CBMG CBMG free? Yeah. I don't even know what that means, but it's just no, like, I don't, don't mate. It's, all I know, mate, is fucking fresh tastic. <laughs> it's like it's like uh, if if the jam were like a black metal band. Do you know what I mean? Yes, you can mate, imagine it just coming out of like London. It's like, like it's just old it's fashioned just, aggro punk. Yeah, it's, it's like, fucking it's, wild. Yeah, it comes out of nowhere. And then there's yeah, which that. Sorry, that then there's that like instrumental dungeon that's before it. track. That's before yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, and it's mm. such a weird like to lead into oh, that. Yeah, that. it's mad. Um, Guard in the Gate is a great track as oh, well. Got that thirteen minute epic death, mate. That's a journey. That is a fucking journey. That proper, proper. Journey. But again, I think that's why each track is like. Imagine that you know the album art. It's like every track is getting closer to. The castle, and I think that thrashy track he's got in, he's got past oh, the gate, he's in, he's <laughs> fucking in there, man. He's fucking ready for some action. He's got his he's Audi own bread, yeah. Oh, mate, I tell you Swing, what, swinging the candle brums around, yeah. The count, oh, mate, yeah. With one, of them, big, going one of them big mace things, yeah, like a flail, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> big keyboard. <laughs> um. Just wanted to nod as well as a shout out the opener, Witness the Night Sky, which is one of the best black metal tracks I've heard in recent times. Oh, God. That opener. Super opener for an opening track, mate. Yeah. But the yeah, close is fucking decent as well. Everything's decent. It's fucking. It's Donna in Den Bergen. Yeah. Well, good. Mate, Mr. Ignis, I tip my hat to you, my son. Yeah. This is another one that because K Man put it out on his um, Full Force Friday. And like we do every Friday, all three of us, we scroll through all the new releases. I, le- I read the description and I look at the artwork and I think, yep, that's one for me. I'll check that. All three of us went, like, oh, this looks good. And all three and of we us pointed all... this out, didn't we? And we yeah, were like, yeah, right, we'll do this. And then all three of us listened to it and we're like, Pfft. yeah, yeah, I, I got, I bought, I bought this immediately. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, oh, yeah, you got the CD, didn't you, Dad? Yeah, I had to, mate. Yeah, I had to. There's only like five hundred of them. I thought, well, you know, mate, where you, you know, what those black metal scenes like, mate? They'll snap all them up, keep them in their crypts till time and memoriam. Exactly, but, mate. We'll yeah, keep mate. them in our crypts, isn't it? If yeah. um, if black metal is your ting, make sure you get on this. Furious yeah. Ignis is the name of the band. It's uh, F U R I S. I think it's a one person job as well. It yes. is. Yeah, one man, yeah. one man, yeah. Um, Decapitating the Aging World is the name of the record. It is seriously good, man. Yeah. Right, talking of seriously good music, 
We're off to the USA again next, boys. The third album from Genocide Pact, self-titled. Oh. This came out nearly two months ago now. Um, December the 3rd, this dropped. Uh, Relapse Records. Now, this is one of the ones that we could not leave out. Yeah. Like, even though we're going back nearly two months, it doesn't matter. We had to we had to wang on about this record. Yeah. Filthy, disgusting, swampy death metal, mate. If that is your thing, get on this record, man. <laughs> but Probably one of the I, hardest I, bad names ever as well, isn't it? I, I think it's what, they're one of the best band names. It is, mate. Yeah, yeah, I think so too. Like Genocide Pack's fucking meant more than mental name. Brilliant name. But what I think it's an album. I, I, I think it's an album. I think... Um, Soundwise, I mean, you said like that boggy caveman sort of style, but it's a very easy listening album. Yes. Because there's so many grooves, there's so many riffs, solos are fucking unbelievable. Yep. You can put this on, if you're a death metal newbie, you could put this on and you would fall in love with it because it is mm. straight to the point, but it has all those little bits and bobs of everyone else that we love. Mate, obituary. Entombed, bolt thrower. I think if you put all those in a blender, you'll come out. Sprinkling of gate creeper. A bit of this really reminded me of Celestial Sanctuary as well. Mm. Um, Yeah. That groovy, groovy death metal. Um, uh, You mentioned it the other day, Dad. You must have been listening to it at the gym. Fossilized future. Banger. That's entombed worship, isn't it? That's the highest order, man. The best worship. (laughs) <laughs> it's the best worship, mate. The best worship, mate. <laughs> it is. It's such a shame that this didn't come out earlier in the year because this would have easily made my top 40. Yeah, yeah. this would have been... Yeah, this really would have been top 20, I would think. Ooh, blimey, Dave. This would have been high. Yeah, this is it's fucking great. But I like... Uh, what's another track? Perverse Dominion. It's got a little sprinkle of Death Doom in there as well. There's mm. just a hint of it. Uh, yeah. Another good track, Deprived Degrade. Fucking yeah. stomp fest. I like um, yeah. you just mentioned when they slow down a bit that the mutilated vision is the one for me where it slows right down. That's the second track. That's the second track. So isn't it? heavy, man. Um and like you said though, Def, like it is a very thick, sort of muddy production on this, but I think a cleaner production would have taken away the impact of this record. I yeah, think it, no, they're good. It, it sounds perfect for the type of death metal that it is yeah, yeah. i was gonna say because it feels like if you could have just dug that out from the 90s yeah you wouldn't know no you wouldn't no no absolutely not which is fucking wild but so many bands mate have got this ability i don't know if it's uh they're more clued up in the what they want to sound like Pro- producers are better whatever but there seems to be so many new bands in their first record, the first couple of records that sound so good now. Mm. Like, do you know what I mean? If you go back to some of the 90s death metal, the early, uh, some of the early albums, they'll sound not the so The thing great. is, there and wasn't much to compare, then it weren't much to compare it to, isn't it? I think now uh, people have had probably 20 odd years, they think, right, we're starting the death metal band, we want to sound a bit like this, a bit like that. I think you'll always now, leading up, because it's been out for so long, we're always going to make these. Oh, they sound 90s. They sound like Entombed, Obituary, Bolt Thrower, because yeah. we've already had them and loved them, sort of. Yeah, thing. you've got those reference points now, haven't you? So, yeah. 
to go back to. Um, I love the lead work on here as well. Like so many, so many of these new death metal bands have got great lead players, which makes such a big difference. Like there's dive bombs galore on this man. Like dive yeah. bombs galore, mate. So good. Yes, mate. I love a fucking good dive bomb. We all go, <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah that's, oh, this album's so good. I love their last one, like uh, Order of Torment. Order of Torment. Was, that was, yeah. I need to go back, mate. This is the first time I've ever listened to them. So I have, oh, I need to go back and. Yeah, Order of Torment was sick. But this one, I think they've just. They've done better. It's yeah. Just... Yeah. I love the, the vocals on here have got that oh. slightly cavernous feel to them. But, yes. But not too much. Not, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So they're good. like right. They they've hit that sweet spot, mate. They're tickling my balls. They really yeah. are. Man. They know. They know what they're doing. Um, they know what they're doing. You know, when we talk about sometimes little moments in music that make you want to punch your ha- a hand through a wall. <laughs> yeah. There's some riff in the middle of deprived, degrade, right? Yeah, I know where you're going. The riff is wicked, <laughs> but it's got these little um, ride cymbal taps. Yes. Like, oh my god. You put a little ride symbol tap in a song, mate, and I'm like... It changes it, mate. I'm gone. Yeah. I, I Unreal, love mate. that. It is so good, this record. And it's only like, what, 33 minutes? Yeah, that's really good. Cool. Like, every record we've talked about, how good the pace is. 33 minutes. Like. It, does, it doesn't drag. Every track, again, everything is just spot on. Yeah, absolutely brilliant record, man. So that is uh, Genocide Pact with their self-titled third record. Right, if you two explode during this next record, uh, I'll have to carry on by myself <laughs> because we're staying in the USA. We're staying in December. Uh, an album that was released December 10th on Dark Descent. It is Realms of Exquisite Morbidity by Malignant Altar, an album that made Daz's top 40. But now this would have gone much higher for you two, wouldn't it? Oh yeah, easy. It's another one that, like, I'm so glad we put it in. It had to go in. We had to talk about. We had it. to talk about it. I to. think it was genius to put it in the January roundup because it came out fucking yep. like too late in it, which Mid-December. is a bold move. Bold move from uh It's a, it's annoying as well. <laughs> it's annoying as well, isn't it? You think you know they could have maybe it's waited. Not the bands. I yeah. know, I know. It's... But it hasn't stopped everyone. Mm going on about this album so they they haven't ruined it it's about this oh mate yeah this would have been and i was ruined anything very high they brought this into into everyone's reality mate this this (laughs) thing they've pulled out of nothingness and given us this majestic (laughs) album mate this uh if you were were placing this now does where would this actually be in your top 40 which plat which tier it's going it would go gold i think what about you dan Gold, I think, yeah. Blimey, I mean, this and Genocide Pact will be gold. Yeah, yeah. It, right, this album, if I was describing it, is there such a thing as technical, progressive, old-school death metal? Yes, it's this. <laughs> exactly, death. Exactly, <laughs> exactly what I was getting yes. about. Do you know what? I, I, I actually think that when I, if I was to describe this band and this record i would probably go with um like it's fucking like it's old school death metal but with grindcore drumming i have got yeah um old school like morbid angel slash incantation yeah 
blended with more modern technical progressive stuff and it is yeah. Daz down to the drums yeah, yeah, yeah. fucking that Dobber mate Dobber Beverly mate mate has got 45 arms and 12 <laughs> he's, legs he's an octopus he's a fucking octopus oh my god you can tell like he's in Oceans of Slumber who are a um, progressive metal band and you can tell he comes from that background mm. They're some of the best drummers in it, that background, mate. And yeah, it shows, mate. The drumming on this album blew my block off, mate. It's so good. Usurping the Pantheon crown, mate. What a fucking track. The solo in that, man, is fucking unreal. It should be sponsored by Chuck Norris, this album, (laughs) because it's it. It's a spin kick festival, mate. The um, the guitar tones on it, right, are really thick, and it's got like this. It feels like the whole album's got this like like dark, grimy, rotten, level rotten, coating all it's over. Rotten, all over. isn't it? It's rotten. It's rotted your fucking CD player, or your vinyl player. It's just rotten. Headphones decomposing. As yeah, you, as, as you're listen, listening, as you're going through it. Yeah, but then at the same time, it's got like that progressive like we were saying side to it that keeps you you can sit and stroke your chin to it as well at the same time as like yeah. bang your head do you know what i mean it's, it's got so, there's some death doomy moments throughout yep. yeah belial well, rebirth oh, in it it's got a very yeah. death doom riff that's it. the that's the incantation flavor yeah I was, very was, death doom very death doom that oh, it's so good mate it's so good. Like it took me a couple of listens to, I list, I tried to listen to this first thing in the morning, my band had a headache and I lasted about 30 seconds and I was like, oh, I can't. But then I went back to it a few times and I love it now, man. It's. I went into Asda and picked up a packet of, of um, you know, that like beef jerky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and I opened it up and I was just like, fucking hell, malignant altar riffs everywhere. <laughs> like in my packet of beef jerky. <laughs> I was just like, holy shit. Strong. The about, thing is, I think what, what else with Malignant Alter as well, it's like they've they've introduced a new sort of style of death metal. This is yeah. their sort of version of death metal now. And it's interesting to see where they go from here if they yeah, keep yeah, to the... Time. Oh mate, because nope, nope. it's 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 very different from other death metal. I mean, we've listened to a lot of rotten, filthy caveman. This is different, yeah. And you can't quite, even though there's this morbid angel incantation, sort of death doomy vibes to it. It's still something that you cannot sort of put together, and it's. I think that's why it stands out in a way as well because it like is two different. Worlds colliding with each other. It's like that old school world and that more technical side, and they're just mm. it. And it, I'm sure it is down to the drumming and like the bass work and. That's yeah. the that's from that side, and then the riffs and the vocals and that are from the old school side, and they're just smashing in the middle yeah. and creating yeah. like this. You, know, wait, yeah. you listen to it, and it throws you for six, doesn't it? But in the best way, it is like that. It's like they put those two um, elements that you two were just talking about in the Large Hadron Collider, and it was just like, <laughs> just like real opened up a realm of exquisite morbidity, mate. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. It's that realm, minute. That's yeah, yeah. Uh, that's what it is. Up that's all, that's what we're up in. Lovecraftian dimension, mate. 
Daz has cracked it. That's I have. Old, uh, That's what it is. Old Big Bang Theory Daz down there. Look, he's uh, he's, he's, cracked, he's cracked the case here. Sheldon, so. Fre- Sheldon Freeman. Yeah, like that, I was on site while we were doing that with a packet of beef jerky, and that's what came out. <laughs> Me- meaty, lurchy riffage. Mate, I tell you what, no other podcast are you going to get beef jerky in the Hadron Collider coming up in one review. So no, there that's, that's, that's quite. It's a little that's treat, true. isn't it? That's what you come here for. You come here for those uh, those <laughs> in, those insights, mate. And again, I don't want to keep wanging on. Thirty-three minutes of a record. Yeah, good. Six Wallet. tracks. Beautiful. Spot on. Oh, yeah, they, in my opinion, they probably could have done without the instrumental sort of thing in there, but I suppose it just adds to it. Just adds to the flavor. You just yeah, it just adds to the flavor in it. Yeah, I'll take it. There you go. That is Malignant Altar with Realms of Exquisite Morbidity. Okay, right. Next up, the surprise record of the month. Hands down, no question. This came out Jan 7th on Atomic Fire. Um, we're going to Iceland, their oh, country, yes, not, their, not their UK budget supermarket. Um, <laughs> Power, Palad- that good. <laughs> Power Paladine is the name of the band. With the magic of Windfire Steel is the record. This is fucking power metal. This is a debut as well. Power, heavy metal, brilliant, triumphant, heavy, bastard, fucking metal. Like This is just the most fun you can ever have listening to heavy metal. That's exactly what it is. It's a good, fun, good time album. And you cannot help but smile through no. the whole album. No, no, because it's just feel it's feel good. I mean, power metal is not our cup of tea. No, and this is not all power metal. Which uh, you know, there's there's a lot of that traditional sort of maiden, sort of haunt Halloween sort of type. Yeah, and I think it's it. more gritty than most power metal as well. Yes, like it's got an edge to it. This. Um, the reason I say this is a surprise album a month, hands down, is how much Daz loved this record. Oh, like, yeah, I cannot believe all over it. Like I was like, <laughs> I was like, oh Daz, you might you might like this. Um it, it's it's very traditional heavy metal, but what do you and like mate, this I couldn't believe how much you loved this record. I, I couldn't believe how much I loved it, mate. We bought it, it straight away, nice. didn't we, Daz? Yeah we, we, yeah, we bought it straight away, didn't we? Yeah, I, I was listening to it while I was cooking, my brother come in. And just started air guitar and that's how and he's not even really like massively into that sort of stuff so that is brilliant man this is another one where we picked it up because of the album cover it looks like the legend of zelda or something doesn't it but like well but that's what it sounds like as well i mean yeah. there's a track that is basically zelda and you, you can tell they're heavily influenced by that because you know there's um is it Ride the Distant Storm? That's got yeah. like 8-bit key passages in it that you'd find yeah. in like a Sega game or something. Old Nintendo, yeah, yeah. And there's little um, interludes and samples in here where it's like um, you're inside like a, you know, like in like in Lord of the Rings where they go into the bar and like yeah. it's, and everyone's got like mead and Flug, stuff. Like yeah, 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 yeah. That's what it, sound, that's what it sounds yeah, like, man. It's well good, mate. Um, the video they did sound they're obviously into like all the 8-bit stuff because they're all yeah, playing yeah. the like computer games aren't they so and like the old animated like kids shows and cartoons yes, and that. Yes. a lot all, well all the tracks sound like an intro or the main title song for some fucking tv cartoon show 
Yeah, yeah it makes me want to grab song. some cereal. Proper 80s, yeah. Uh, yes. Gummy bears or whatever. Yes, it does. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Yes, oh, it yeah. does. Um, like the, there was, um, I think it was like a Robin Hood style like cartoon um, back in the back in the eighties that I used to watch, and this just reminds me of that man. Um, Death. The opening song on this, Craven the Hunter. Oh, find me a better mate. heavy metal song than that anywhere. <laughs> that, well, we're not. Oh, yeah. It was it was on the chat when it as soon as it kicked in, I was like, it's fucking Iron Maiden because <laughs> it is that. It's oh, mate, that is the catchiest. Just the melody in it, the vocals, it, everything. That song lives in my head even now. It, <laughs> there's, there's not a catchier song than that. It's unfucking believable, mate. Yeah. I I go through this track. this Evermore, banger. Yeah. Dark Crystal, banger. Oh, banger. Creatures yeah. of the Night. That mate, I. It's unreal. Righteous mate. Fury. The second song is the best Dragon Force song they've never written. Yes. Like, oh, yeah, 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 definitely. It is, and this is an unbelievable heavy metal record. Like, I, I cannot believe for a debut how good and perfect. This is perfect heavy metal. Do you know what got me really as well that I thought was was really good is that they have the harsh vocals, mate. They yes. just come out of nowhere. Yeah. It's really yeah. deep, fucking like growls and that. And I was like, oh, okay, this is fucking sick. Like, because yeah. do you know what I mean they're only. I think they're only in like two songs, but like, I'll take a bit more of that as it's, well. It, it, this has got like um, the vocalist Atney. I'm not going to try and pronounce uh, his second name, but he's got a brilliant voice, right? But it's got more. Oh. It, it's got more balls to it than a lot of power metal. Like yeah. some of it's very clean and very, but he's got some grit. Like Def, does it? Early Sebastian back, like on Slave to the Grind, that oh, kind yeah. of like yeah. yeah grit and power to his voice. Yeah, I agree with that. that's a fucking great shout, mate. Very backing. But when he hits those highs, man, God, oh. his voice is majestic. <laughs> like, he has got some pipes on him, mate. I don't think he has got some pipes. Um, I don't think anyone's stopping that. The lead, the guitar work on here is exceptional as well, isn't it? Like the the solos are brilliant. The dual harmonies, Death like Maiden, oh, Maiden mate, dual harmonies. Yeah. Um, the riffs are killer. The production job on here is stunning as well. Like it's really heavy sounding. It's not like a lot of power metal is quite um, like it can sound quite flimsy. Yeah, Do you know what I mean, and like quite weedy. But this just sounds this has got power. It's got a power to it. Yeah, it's got it beef has. to it, mate. That's what it's, it's got. got. Beef, that beef jerky's fucking come back, <laughs> <Yeah>. isn't it? <laughs> but I mean, Def, me and you are the old school metal fans, right? Um, it's albums like this, which is why we love heavy metal. Exactly, mate. I mean, anything with that traditional style is always gonna do it for us, and this yeah. does it on every track. And like for a debut album to have this much about it is frightening. It, it made they they it, this created quite a stir as well, didn't it? Uh, amongst the heavy metal community, on it did. I think everyone was surprised because I think a lot of people, you know, they a lot of people slate power metal in particular. Um, but this, I just think, I don't understand. I think if you like heavy metal in general, how can you not like this yeah. album? Mate, as Bill and Ted said, is most triumphant. Is. I think that the um the reaction on Twitter was like massive because a lot yeah, of people were just like, I'm not even into this sort of shit, but I love this band. So yeah, yeah. It's yeah. Done, it did really well. We're just saying, Daz, like 
if you love heavy metal, this is this is why we love this music. It's just so like fun and like oh, you yeah, want to bang your head and sing along, man. And that's all with a big grin on your face. That's Wait, it will remind you about, like we said, like the computer games, these cartoon shit. It will take you back to like, oh, that sounds a bit like that. That sounds a bit like that. Yeah, yeah mate. Back yeah. back to playing fucking uh, like that duck game, mate. <laughs> yeah, mate. Golden Axe like called... and like DuckTales. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, what's that game that you used to shoot the duck ducks hunt. with? Duck, duck Hunt. That was it. Duck that was hunt. actually <laughs> a big duck fucking guy. Yeah. Losing the name, yeah. Listen to Power <laughs> So good, man. So yeah, the band of Power Paladine. Paladin or Paladine? What do you reckon? Paladin. Paladin. I'd say Paladin. Power Paladin. Um, with the magic of Windfire Steel is the record. Go and get it. It is brilliant. Right, okay. Last couple of albums, lads. We're going back to the USA for this one. It's the fourth album from Shadow of Intent. It's called Elegy, and it was released January 14th on Blood Blast. Um, Symphonic Deathcore is probably what they're tagged as but death like we were saying with fit for an autopsy they ain't no deathcore band anymore are they? they ain't no deathcore band mate like i said they'll still have that title about them but i think the modern is the key word isn't it that's yeah. what like with fit for an autopsy and white chapel that like we keep mentioning yeah they are modern now they're taking it somewhere else if you took white chapel's meaty grooves from their last couple of albums Blended it in with some Cradle of Filth and Dimmu Borgir. Festival Apoc- Apocalypse, yep. a bit of that. Tell you what, Def, picked up. Hints of Fear Factory on here. Yes. Um, where Millions Have Come to Die is the one. Start to... Yes, <laughs> it is. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, it is. Myth, mate. Um, but, it, I, like, Melancholy was a really great album, the last one. I prefer this even more, which is saying something. Um this is another fucking ace album, isn't it? It's fantastic. Ben Durr is the key on this album, man. He sounds fucking phenomenal. And I think in this type of genre, he's got to be, he's one of the best, man. Yeah. He has done it on this album. Mate, when that track where millions have come to die has got Phil Bozeman on it. And the pair of them are just like two monsters from the deep. Like, it's like they've created a new source of electricity, in it? It's when they collide, man. It's fucking ridiculous. It is. It's so good. Um, like we're saying, they're moving away from deathcore. Um, but obviously, when you get that odd breakdown, um, it hits even harder because it's not everywhere. Like mm. when they do drop one of them, it it's like a ton of bricks coming down. Um, yeah. Like the majority of the record is is built on those grooves, and there's loads of mellow death and black metal style riffing as well, all over this. Of of fury in it is very cradle of filthy black metal in it. Of mate, of fury is pure cradle and like, dimmer in it. The vocals that is script that is like fucking Danny Filth man. That is fucking unreal, mate. It's got that real theatrical. Oh, proper. very much yeah. like that last cradle album isn't it and um, yes it's got that the orchestral side is really yes pronounced on this life um, of, of exile as well has got those decent orchestral moments yeah. as well um i didn't write that what's the track with chuck billy oh, i cannot God. believe i could make when i was looking through the track listing no i couldn't believe that 
the guy from Testament is on a Shadow of Intent record. Yeah, sounding like a death metal vocalist. That just shows how far out now they're pushing their sound. Do you know what I mean? Like that wouldn't mm. have happened a few years. Blood in the sands of time. Mm. Yes, that's the one, mate. Um, that just wouldn't have happened a few years ago, would it? Getting it's like, like with, it's like with Comeback Kid and Joe Duplantier, yeah. isn't it? It's the yeah. same, you know, he must be a fan or appreciate Shadow of Intent. It's not like they're newcomers. They're quite established. They've got a very good following. And Do you reckon yeah, Chuck only listens to like Death Gorge? Do you reckon he was just like, yeah, you can't fucking reclaim well, like, you, well, you don't know. You don't know. I mean, Mad Chuck Willie's been on a few albums. And I mean... But, That'd be an yeah. interesting thing to ask one of the guys if we end up getting them on, actually, how that managed to come about. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. That is fucking quite, quite the stretch, isn't it? Well, I'd love to, mate, that'd be a great, great guest on, wouldn't they? Whoa. Chatting to Ben. Let's try and get him. Yeah, let's try. Yeah, let's we'll make get some ben. moves. Yeah, let's make yeah. some moves. Let's make some moves. Um, mate, I think the musicians in this band are quite underrated as well. Like, there's yeah. real chops in this band. Um, <laughs> fucking pork chops, man. <laughs> big meat. Meat's coming up a lot in this episode, isn't it? Bryce Butler's like drumming on this. Bananas. <laughs> <laughs> What do you say, Dad's about the drumming? Bryce, Bryce Butler, mate, smashing the drums on this. Yeah, he's sick, mate. Absolutely sick. So good. Um, something I hadn't picked up in that sound before as well. There's loads of like um, tech death playing in the bass, like little two-handed, like woo, tapping bits yeah, and stuff. Yeah. And you're like, I had, I hadn't really picked those up before. So I'm gonna go back and listen to the uh, melancholy again and see if I can and pick those bits up, but. Like the lead playing and the riffs and everything on here are wicked, man. I think it's uh, death. I think the tag death call doesn't do them justice. I don't think. Yeah, so. I think, it, I think it will also that, put a lot of people off as well, and it a mm. lot of people would see death. I mean, especially when you see sort of symphonic death call, you think, well, how does that work? But it's but it does work, doesn't it? It it does work, mate. I mean, have you heard the solo on that Saurian King? Oh my goodness <laughs> me! Yeah, yeah. It is. That is fucking unreal. And I like how they end the album with, as I've put it, the Elegy Trilogy. Yes, mate. So sort of part one sets the tone. You go then into part two, that heavy fucking groovy riffs. And then part three is like a mixture of the first two. Yes. It's yeah, very it's so well, well done. I like how it ends. Yeah, it's really well done. And it's I'm excited to see where, like Fit for an Autopsy, I'm excited to see where Shadow of Intent go now. Because I think, again, they've established a sound now that yeah. they can take going on. And yeah, this is a really killer album. And one day, Def, we're going to get to see him, aren't we? Because yeah, we've got tickets to see him now. For it's about, been postponed twice, isn't it? Yeah, me and you both had sent apart in curtains mate when we booked them tickets and sure did, a bit yeah <laughs> <And> baggy jeans <laughs> so yeah hopefully we'll get to see him now next next year and but... these songs will sound fucking monstrous live as well yeah we've now got two new albums since we booked them yes tickets, mate, to see yes. to see new tracks live so yeah that's uh elegy um shadow of intent absolutely killer record all right okay last full length record lads we're staying in the USA, January the 14th on Create a Destructor Records. Another debut. Oh, Slow Bleed are the band. God Blazing blimey. Sun, A Fiery Dawn is the record. Wow. That's, my, <laughs> that's all I'm saying about this. 
Yeah, it's it's decent, isn't it? I liked it. It was oh, a nice old time. Death metal, hardcore, groove, Pantera, Darkest Hour, God's Hate, the fucking lot, Lockstock, oh, the hate. fucking lot, mate. With this, <laughs> Slowbee's a good band name too, mate. Slowbee, great, hard, and mate. the cover art as well. Fucking old and someone's fucking head. Yeah, man. Yeah, that poor sod's had his head lopped off, and he and that bloke's just holding it like. So I feel when I've listened to the song album, mate. Oh, mate, I love your head off, doesn't it? I love this. Um, like I said, his influences from like early metalcore, you picked up that as well, it like Darkest yeah. Hour and, and stuff like that. Yeah, there's a load of like Adam D. Hinch pinch harmonics on here as well. Like, oh, mate, like the pinch harmonics, D. mate. Fucking unreal. We all love a pinch, pinch harmonic. harmonic. Oh, yeah. God. Um, I, this reminded me, like I said about Darkest Hour, but this kind of reminded me of their last record a bit, Darkest mm. Hour. Um, yes, that was a good, really aggro. Like the vocals are straight in your face, like no messing about. Um, but then, Def, there's those Pantera, the law, mate. There. That fucking intro, mate, in the law. Oh, yeah. oh, god, yeah, yeah, sludgy, groovy, mid pace, mate. Oh, and then his little growl comes in halfway through. It's just like, oh god, <laughs> yeah, fucking unreal, man. I think I think driven by fire is the closest um, thing to a Pantera ballad. Yeah, it's very sem- it's, it's yes. very cemetery gates that right. the, with That's the way it. It in with the intro is and the cleans and that kind yeah. of reminded me of Hollow a little bit from yeah display as well. But yeah, you're right, Daz. It is the closest I think anyone's come to. Yeah, Pantera. And I think that song shows the songwriting skills in this band. Um, And I think these are going to be another one. I think there's going to be a special band, Slow Bleed, honestly. Imagine imagine a Slow Bleed and Malevolence tour. We'd be there, mate. We'd be there. Let's get that going on. Oh, my God. Let's get that going on, Daz. Because both of them have got that southern groove, haven't they? Both bands, I think. There's a crossover there. I'll, I'll slide into Josh's DMs, mate. Yeah, mate, that's a great shout. Get these like, boys on a yeah. tour. Um, there's really cool, like mellow death style riffs in here, like almost Black Dahlia, Black Dahlia murder style riffing in here as well. Sangra, in it? Sangra yes, is mate, the, that's, that's fucking bludgeoning, mate. Like, then pick scrapes on here. <laughs> yes, fucking <laughs> yes. Oh god. Um, there's some really hefty, like, unearth-style breakdowns as well, like, they're just level buildings. I can't, I can't even find chunky, words. It's chunky, isn't it? It's good. fucking it's... chunky, mate. It's uh, Graves, Paws of Earth has that real... Ch- it's got a real fucking heavy breakdown in it. Yeah, mate, yeah. Loads of shredding, mate. Yeah, loads of it's shredded wheat, man. Def, you can it hear is... the... There's massive, like, you can hear that dime bag influence on the lead work. Oh, all over, like, mate. All over it. It's got such personality, the lead playing on here. Like, it's so, it's so, like, influenced by dime bag, but it's, and it sounds so perfect on this style of music. Yeah, yeah. I'm so glad, man, because this was an album I think we were all really looking forward to. And yeah, I really for like me, it's hit, it's hit the mark, man. It's this hit hard. I just hope these guys release it on CD because I want it. I want yeah. this on CD. If you're listening slow bleed lads, can we have a, can we have some we, CDs please? Yes. Um, but yeah, mate. CDs please, Miss Bazin. 
<laughs> we've talked about loads of debut records today like age of apocalypse may uh malignant altar furious ignis power paladine it's slow but it's so exciting all these new bands coming out with debuts this good yeah it's unreal and it's only going to get better i think for yeah. all all these bands i think they're all special bands in their own right i think yeah I think there's big things of Guan, mate. Big things of Guan, mate. Metal is in a very good place, mate. Yes, he is. And uh, yeah, Slow Bleed. The last full album we're going to be talking about this evening, The Blazing Sun, A Fiery Dawn is the name of the record. Go and check that shit out, yeah, man. It slays. Right, we're going to shout out a few EPs uh, just around the end of the show off. First up, um, one that was released January the 1st. It's a self-titled release. Death Strider are the name of the band. They're from the US of A. And we got hip to this because the vocalist DM'd us to say he was listening to our podcast yes. and he really liked yes. it. And I was like, oh, shit, yes, I've seen that cover. I'm going to go and check that out. And it's fucking brilliant. Crossover yeah, thrash, really mate, from America. This is so good, isn't it? Yeah, and really I think if you mate. want to get a little um, sneak peek of it, listen to the track Icebreaker yeah. because that will break something. <laughs> your in your neck. body mate it will break something <laughs> yeah, you're back oh mate suicidal tendencies vibes uh yeah, this is oh, hell. God, do, you yeah. ever, do you boys remember this is hell yes um, really cool uh crossover thrash band yeah death strider go and check that ep out man and that's a sick name as well isn't it it's yeah sick name. Name. death strider yeah boy right okay next one um how would you say is it malefic or malefice Malefic Throne? Malefic, I would go with, right? Yeah, I'd go with Malefic. Malefic Throne, um, self-titled, January 28th, this came out on Hell's Headbangers. Floridian Death Metal Perfection. Got Dan Dan on a massive chubby this. Yes, it did. Oh, mate, absolutely fucking sensational, mate. For free track, I mean, we only got free track. There is a fourth track. I think it's the Sodom cover. Um, but those three tracks, mate, just gave me a taste of I want more of this. Who is in the band def? Steve Tucker fronting from Morbid Angel. Yeah. Um, you've then got Gene Palubicki of Angel Corpse. And the mm. drummer is John Longstreth of Origin Hate Eternal. And he was also ex Angel Corpse. Mate, there is some pedigree in this band and yeah this is three this rips like a it's 19 minutes and it's just well if you include the last track but you're looking what 14 minutes for those three tracks it's unfucking believable man floridian and like i said anything with morbid angel in it on there man yeah all you day are. long yeah yeah man so yeah malefic throne wicked wicked little ep right and then the final uh ep December 30th, this came out, a self-release. This is one that blew all of our scabby <laughs> little heads off. Scabbag <laughs> are the name of the band. Pustulant Perversions is the name of the EP. It's another debut, death metal, straight up, 17 minutes of filth, isn't it, this? Yeah. Old yeah. school death metal filth. Caveman, boggy death metal, this. Yeah, rust, rust belt riffage. Well, good, mate. As soon as, as soon as I heard the first sort of 30 seconds of this, I was like, I'm fucking buying this shit, mate. Yeah, so it's low-tuned guitars, right isn't it? As soon as they start fucking yep. going off, man. Yep. 
boggy atmosphere. I hope like, there's Mag- loads of rhythm in the tracks as well. It's fucking. I hope Maggot Stomp pick these guys up because they. Seem yeah, like this was their own. Re- this was a independent when it? it was their own release, yeah, wasn't it? Yeah. It, was... it sounds yeah. like it belongs on Maggot Stomp, doesn't it? Yes. Yeah. yeah. yeah groovy, easy, old school, filthy death metal. They fit in that Maggot Stomp realm. 100 percent man yeah they do mate yeah so go and check that out and also the artwork on this ep is unbelievably good yeah, as well yeah it's it is literally good. yeah yeah it's so so good so yeah that's scab hag the name of the band and uh postulant perversions is the ep so there you go boys your roundup of january's picks um we did say like we said at the start there could have been way more albums on here but we will pick up those um in in a couple of months time when we do a little bit of a little bit of a sweep up session so yeah let us know what you thought of our picks um twitter at bangers p instagram or facebook bangers and mosh podcast search us up and you'll find us there let us know what your favorite records from january were as well and um we'll make sure we get our our ear rolls on them so yeah we'll be back very soon we've got a wicked uh, chat coming up with oh, death no. metal bands oh, that Mr. Defalici over there God. absolutely loves. So yeah, we've got that coming up, um, and some other little cool things in the in the works as well. So yeah, we'll be back again very soon. Until then, peace out. Goodbye, friends. Bye bye. <laughs>